And the national anthem, which Ed uh, knows so well, is uh, <laughs> Sri Lanka Matha. And it goes a little something <laughs> like this. Uh. Was that the intro or the chorus? <laughs> <laughs> or the, or the break? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast, a podcast where we take a not so deep dive into countries around the world. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this week, we're going to Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Like. Yeah, if you like this episode. Sri Lanka. Subscribe, Lanka. Yeah, I wouldn't. Comment. Lanka. Share. Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Only one of them worked. Oh, did I say share already? Comment. Comment, like, subscribe. Leave send five it, stars. Send it to your mum. Five stars. There answer those questions Answer the questions. <laughs> TBC. Anywho, Sri Lanka. What's uh, the yeah. basics? Area, 65,000 square kilometers. 25 times Luxembourg. And six Waleses? No. It's a prequel number. No 69, sorry. No 420. Can't be that cool, then. Pi times Wales. No way. Yeah, 3.14. Wow. Who says 3.14? 4. People who speak four languages, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 3.14 Luxembourg. <laughs> five languages. Are you counting Ukrainian now? No, that'd oh, be six, that but I can't. Six, I yeah. can't. <laughs> that ain't happening, mate. <laughs> no, that is not happening. Too complicated. Population, 22.2 million, which is 30 ti- uh, 37 times Luxembourg and 6.5 times Wales. Wow. Wales has more people than I think it does. Just over three. It's like three point four million. I assume it's less. Doesn't seem like that many. I honestly knew bugger all about Sri Lanka. I've always wanted to go there because of the elephants, but that's basically all I know. And Colombo. Colombo. Colombo is just one more thing. What does that have anything to do with Sri Lanka? Colombo, the capital city. And also Sucker. the and also the famous American detective. I know the I, I know the detective. <laughs> well, he's also got a boss eye as well. Yeah, he's got glass eye, didn't he? Yeah. Well, just well, one yeah, more no one, thing. No one knows whether what's the guy. What's the guy who plays in the actor? Oh, I can't remember. God, he's probably dead now. But yeah. no one knew because the actor had the glass eye, but nobody knew whether he was whether Columbo had a glass eye, the character, and whether he was the actor was playing him ah. as pretending <laughs> to have a boss eye. How can you possibly pretend to do that? Depends. People are very talented. How good your acting chops yeah. are. I think Jim Carrey would be able to get away with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Have yeah. you seen him pull the Grinch face when he's not in makeup? It's terrifying. I can imagine. I don't know how yeah. he can do that with his face. Anyway, Colombo. So, do you know anything about Colombo? I knew very little about Sri Lanka, aside from the fact that they played cricket. And they're an island. And they're an island. Yeah. Um, and they've got elephants as well. Um, and I had some of their food, and it was very, very, very tasty. Oh, yeah. But then I found out that cricket, even though it's the most popular sport, isn't the national sport. What is the national Any sport? Any guesses? Um, uh, it's not something widely played. Well, it depends how, you know. Rugby? It's not like basketball or... Oh, you're, not, you know, you're sort of in-ish the right direction. It's netball? not American stuff. It's not netball. Oh. No, it's is not. it a netted ball sport? Uh, volleyball yes yes ah, is volleyball. it beach volleyball or like doesn't proper say volleyball? doesn't say um interesting apparently it was introduced in 1916 that became a national sport pretty quick it blew up it like in the last two olympics didn't it what volleyball volleyball did it i think massive. it's all, i think it's always been pretty big yeah i think, oh, there, I, think I actually was... really like, i've never really played it but every time i've kind of played it it's you're really be, fun you'd be fantastic at volleyball well, one of, just you're like a pylon <laughs> One of you're my... like the things that hold up the net <laughs> i'm just i'm just glad to be like yeah involved <laughs> one of my friends growing up well not growing up in like secondary school um played volleyball obviously for the national team because he was good did your height did your school have a minimum height no <laughs> he was i'm taller than him but like he can jump so just imagine what national team you could have played for yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought yeah, about it a lot when he was there. Available. He was going away to like Malta for like some games and shit. And I was sat in school, like, for fuck's sake. Um, I was like, I'm tall, I could do this, and it's fun. But yeah, never I, did. I, I, I wonder what, and how old How old was he when he went to Malta on tour? I don't know about Malta. I just know there was like games recently in Malta. But he, um, 15, 16? Yeah, when we were like 15, what, 16. What, what do you reckon a Maltese volleyball tour is like when you're 16? Oh my God. Carnage. 
fingering everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> and not just the ball. Oh. Oh, you really lowered the tone there, Ed. Right, <laughs> got a question. What's Sri Lanka's largest export? Volleyball and tea. Yeah, not in that order. <laughs> it's tea. Yeah, tea. We've talked about tea recently. They're the fourth largest exporter of tea. I swear, every time we do a country that is like big on tea, they're always the, like. Wasn't the some of the best? India the and Kenya are two of them. And what we was the third one? Kenya. We are no. The th- we did number three Zimbabwe, in the world. Did we Zimbabwe? Or? We did we, which African countries did we do recently? We've done so many random. The Burundi. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, Malawi. Sound <laughs> 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 like Christopher Walken. Um, Malawi. <laughs> Was it Malawi? We did Malawi. We've done Malawi. Do they, do they make a lot of tea. Oh, Jesus Christ! It shows how much we've learned. Export a lot of tea. Um, also, it's where c- cinnamon's from. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Doesn't say whether the cinnamon roll was invented in Jamaica, <laughs> but just cinnabon is one of their main inventions. Cin- ninety, <laughs> eighty to ninety percent of the world's cinnamon still comes from Sri Lanka. Oh wow, that's crazy! Yeah. Because there's a lot of cinnamon being consumed. Apparently, it was discovered. I, mean, I don't have fact figures. I'm just. Saying. I thought you were going to segue smoothly into oh, food. Well, uh, what do you that. do with cinnamon? challenge yeah have you ever done that no i haven't do you know what it is yeah we just like it? should we do it live have you got cinnamon i bet you do i, I, pro- I definitely do but do I, it I Ed. do it do <laughs> it, yeah, it you fed me blood last this week of, <laughs> it's about this time type of, this type of content is exactly why we need a fucking patreon there you go there patreon and i'll do it well, no, you set it up. <laughs> but no you gotta show you gotta show them what they could get you make come a valid on, point. The mess. Dare you. Cra- it, it literally won't. Dare you, it will only go post- on the green screen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Any- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else do you do with cinnamon? Try to escape. Stick it in curries. Yeah, eat it, it. eat it. Eat it. There you go. So, Flanken cuisine is known for a particular combination of herbs, spices, fish, vegetable, rice, and fruits. Obviously, a lot of. Isn't their food like really spicy? Some, Some bits of it. are. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of coconut oil as well, like like roasted coconut oil. Mm. Roasted coconut oil. Yeah, they roast coconuts and they oil them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you like you roast the coconut and then you'll like extract oil out of that. It's just got like a really oh. interesting flavour. Nice. So this is yeah mainly centred around coconut and and rice, with a lot of seafood as well, fresh or preserved. Their main kind of thing is rice and curry and the curry it's not you don't just get like one curry you usually get like a portion of rice with like four or five uh, cool. small dishes of curry which is really cool I, I, I actually really want to do that and their national dish is something called kotu roti I've had that and so what is it exactly like chopped, I didn't understand like, my like description like roti like but what's stir, roti stir, it's bread yeah okay stir fried yeah, that's the description you'd, I've you'd got. Of coconut tree. Yeah. Shout out coconut tree and looking for sponsors. Um, bread <laughs> bread yeah. stir fry is what I've got, but I don't really understand. Yeah, so what you know that. you know like ro- roti? No. The Indian bread. Oh the brown yeah. flat bread. I yeah. was thinking like the French roti, like roti three. Oh, right. <laughs> so I was so confused. You just put a piece of bread on that and rotate <laughs> yeah, it. it. And then stir fry. Toast it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like fried fried bread. Oh, okay. It's lush. Uh, so you serve that with spices, vegetables, and depending on your palate, eggs, cheese, and meat. Nice. Good. Nice. I, I remember I went to a Sri Lankan restaurant, not Coconut Tree. It was like not a chain. And it was the hottest chili I've ever had in my entire life. And it like, like it felt like it burnt my esophagus. And I was in pain for like two days <laughs> afterwards. Oh my God. Like, I swallowed it, and it just, I could feel it sliding down. Oh, it was horrible. You should have tea at my house. No, no, it's spicy. My my food's spicy. It clears you out. Oh. Like cinnamon. You're constantly clear. I do run clear. Yeah. I run run clean. (laughs) Um, But there's a reason. There's a reason for it. For what spicy food? Why I why I cook really spicy food? I love really spicy food, like heinously spicy. Because you are the type of person that chooses to move to Saint Petersburg in winter. No, like I'll, you like hurting yourself. I'll tell you for why. 
got to uni, people used to pinch my food because I could cook well. So it then it started like an arms war. I would make my food progressively more spicy to the point at which people would no longer be interested in stealing my food. Fair enough. Um, Defense mechanism. Exactly. Evolution. Exactly. The, and, and, and now yeah. my palate's become accustomed to it. So how is your relationship with your wife? Does Don't. she steal your food? <laughs> uh, I've had to... I've had to... Whenever I'm making batches, I'm not allowed to make spicy batches anymore. I have to buy really spicy sauce to add on the side to my own food. Fair. Which is sort of I remember of when you were basically drinking that 100% pain hot sauce. I still buy that. Yeah. All the time. But it still gives me the shits. Just that and cabbage. You survived off that for an entire summer. Oh, no, it wasn't just cabbage. It was sauerkraut as well. Yeah, I mean, I good know. gut bacteria, I mean, and then you just burn it out with pain. I mean, I was I was pretty thin at that point, so you know that's all all about. That's the kind of look that's you, the latest, you were going for, right? What's the look I'm trying always trying to go for? Um, it should be a latest. It should be the latest fad diet, I reckon. Hot, well, just hot sauce, sauce and hot sauce and sauerkraut. Yeah, but not is kid, it not, not sauerkraut and hot sauce? It's hot sauce and sauerkraut. Yeah, hot sauce is the primary ingredient. <laughs> yeah. That's the majority of the meal. The sauerkraut is like the bread to a, with the soup. You know, yeah. I, um, what I normally do. I use chopsticks. This is all a lie, by the way. I, I'll pick <laughs> up a little bit of sauerkraut on my chopsticks, and I'll almost use the hot sauce like a soup. Uh, yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. Any. Speaking of eating, uh, do you know what would make eating quite difficult if you had pointy teeth? Yeah, yeah. There's a ceremony that people do in Sri Lanka called uh, tooth filing. Yeah, where they file their their canine teeth. Uh, wow. What for? Filed down to symbolize the transition from childhood to adolescence. So what do they do with them? They file them into points. Yeah, but then like to what for what purpose? I don't know. You look sick cool. as fuck. To like yeah, crack yeah. nuts and stuff. But it's called Danta Dahana. But it's you know, people cut themselves to look like crocodiles in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um Would you ever file your teeth down? Oh, I've had I... these filed down. These two oh, are pointy. Yeah. I can't think of any. Oh, mate, like... it looks so... So these these three teeth on me are fake. Because oh. I lost that. I got oh, punched yeah. on a night out and lost my tooth. Before your big trip to yeah. Southeast um, Asia. And then, yeah, I, I got this fixed when I, when I got back. But they had to file these two teeth down. So it would look more symmetrical. So they can put, like, put oh. padding across. But... They have to like take another mold of your mouth once you've had those out. So I had like these temporary ones on and they were just like <laughs> crooked out like that. Mm -hmm. And one of them came out, came off and they, it was the first time I saw them and they're literally just like these horrible little, sorry, I wasn't even talking I've into seen, the microphone for that entire I've thing. Seen, I've seen pictures, you know, when people get like veneers. Yeah, yeah. Like the bef like full set, like the before. Yeah, it would be like that. Oh, it's oh. gross. It looks like you've got like child teeth. Yeah, it's, it's little pegs. It's horrible. Like little milk teeth in the whole yeah. mouth. Ugh. You can see, oh, <laughs> it's weird. You're lying back in the chair and you're just seeing like. <laughs> oh, it's like. <laughs> it's the noise and like, yeah. uh, I can't. Uh. kind of got used to it after a while. It was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to have a numb face for the rest of the day. But then I came out with these. I used to have like a gap. Um, came out with these and I look like Ross from Friends when he gets his <laughs> new tooth. Back to Sri Lanka. Uh, yeah, pointy yeah. teeth. I was just kind of going through some traditions and that, that was the first one that I came across. There's another one called Candy Asala Perehera, which it's a massive uh, religious procession held in Candy, which is a place. Is it yeah. a city? I think it's a city. Yeah. To pay homage to the sacred tooth relic of Lord Buddha. The procession features beautifully adorned elephants, traditional dancers, musicians, fire performers, and flag bearers. So they they like teeth. Speaking of flags, oh yeah, be beautiful flag, stunning Lanka. flag. Yeah, it almost looks like it's not a real country. Like it looks made up. Like yeah. if someone designed a flag just to design a flag. Yeah, it is pretty lush. So for those of you that haven't seen it, it's uh, a lion holding a sword on a maroon background with four bow leaves in each corner representing Buddhism. Bow leaves is like a important plant. In Sri Lanka. Don't see many maroon flags, do you? No. Montenegro kind of maroon? No. Was it red? Yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of like a darker Malta. 
They got a maroon Morocco. Oh, Would you say that? Oh, no, it's dark red. It's like a dark red. Yeah. It's vivid maroon. Burundi. No, I think Brunei. Uh, so oh, Qatar. Qatar. Okay, Qatar. That's it. Uh, uh, but that's pretty much it. I think. Other national symbols. The lion is depicted prominently on the country's national symbols. It represents bravery, strength, and the Sinhalese ethnicity, even though there's no lions in the country. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Well, to be fair, England has got three lions as well, and Scotland's got a unicorn, so. <laughs> True. So I'm guessing the Sinhalese are the majority ethnic group there. I'm guessing so, yeah. But there's also... I've not, I've not done any research. And, they're, and they're li- I think they're largely Buddhist slash Hindu. Yeah. And then there's another large ethnic group called the Tamil. Mm. Maybe you've heard of the Tamil. Tamil, I've heard it's of the Tamil Tigers. Tamil that Tigers. Yeah, that's where most people. Well, yeah, so Tamil yeah. Nadu is the state in southern, in southern, southwestern. Isn't it a language as well? Yeah, 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 language too. That most people only know about Tamil because of the Tamil Tigers yeah. and the Civil War. But the first group you said, say Sinhalese. Sinhalese that comes from the previous name of the country, which was yeah. Ceylon, right? Uh, that was the French, which came the from the Portuguese. Version. It was yeah. Portuguese and then yeah. Frenchified. Because there's lots of Portuguese and Mediterranean type names there. Is it like Goa? It's like Vindaloo. Well, that's a Portuguese word. Vindaloo. Oh, is it? Yeah. That sounds... But wine, it, the wine. names, like people's names. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Like Fernandes. Fern- uh, yeah, that was one of them, actually. Right. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> Dinesh Fernandes. Dinesh Fernandes. <laughs> Dinesh isn't a very, very shrunken name, but... Uh, so the national flower is a blue water lily, which is very beautiful. All oh, right, I don't know what this is. Sri Sri Jayawardenapura Kote, which uh, is also known as Kote, is the administrative <laughs> capital of Sri Lanka, and is the national symbol of government governance in the country. National bird is a Sri Lankan jungle fowl. National gemstone is the blue sapphire. Um, Sri Lanka is renowned for its. Uh, sapphires and the gemstone you know nice (laughs) 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 you're just on instagram (laughs) i I was trying to find a picture of uh sri lanka so earlier i don't know how i would find it because i was scrolling it so i opened that up and there was like a video that came up (laughs) (laughs) uh they got national dress uh it's called the sinhalese sarong uh and it's just a draped garment worn by both men and women on special occasions and cultural events nice and the national anthem, which Ed uh, knows so well, is uh, <laughs> Sri Lanka Matha, which means Mother Sri Lanka. And it goes a little something <laughs> like this. Uh, was that the intro or the chorus? <laughs> no. or, the, or the bridge? I don't even know. <laughs> on the second verse. It's not obvious. So they are some of the national symbols. There's a national tree called the Natri. But it's valued for its timber and has cultural and religious importance. Oh. Yep. Nice. There's a couple of things that you may not know are in Sri Lanka, but you've definitely like seen pictures of, and it's quite famous, like the Sig- Siguria, which is one of Sri Lanka's seven UNESCO World Heritage Sites. And it's like, um, I think it's got you must eight. have seen it. eight. Well, then maybe it's eight. But um, it's like... Um, in the middle of the jungle, at least that's what the pictures look like. It's in the middle of the jungle with a, like a massive rock and um, like a monastery. Well, not a monastery, but like a temple on, on top of it. And it was it dates back from the 5th century AD. And it has acted as a royal palace and a, Bud- a Buddhist monastery. And then there is Anuradhapura, which is a 1500-year-old uh, ruin and it still attracts Buddhist pilgrims uh, by the thousands, uh, with the main building being the Jetavanarama, I think, which was built in the 3rd century and was the third tallest building in the entire world. The first two were the pyramids in, in Egypt. Wow. Wasn't, wasn't the next biggest thing after that, or the pyramids, the next biggest thing built by people was the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, possible. If you think about it, like the Eiffel Tower was a huge yeah, yeah. like feat as well back then. I wonder if there's pictures, you know, like the one in New York where they sat down with the lunch boxes on the bar. There must be. Do you well, think well, there's well, quite a bunch of French guys with like yeah, macarons when, when and croissants? And baguettes. <laughs> it was well documented because it was more of like an art piece, wasn't it? It was part of the. Um, it was built for the expo. Mm. 
So I suppose it would be well documented. And also it was fairly recent yeah. in the grand scheme of things. This is like a fourth AD side. That There's a picture of those guys. No, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. But they do they do have some some more uh UNESCO sites. Do you know do you know many of them? Do you know any of them? No, I just know. They've got loads of like man made lakes. Right. Got lo- loads of dams. Oh, a lot of dams as well. They've got like fifty percent hydroelectric power. Probably because they've got so many lakes. Mm. And dams. And dams. Exactly. Damn. Uh speaking of water, I need to start doing uh speaking ofs. But uh, they've got a really cool tradition called stilt fishing. Have you seen pictures of that? Still, oh fishing. yeah, I stilt. have. Still, um. I think I saw that that program when uh, is it Ramesh Ranganathan went back to Sri Lanka. Uh, to yeah. Is that yeah. Asian provocateur? Yeah, 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 Asian provocateur. I, I think I've actually seen that series. Uh, I think as well, they, they tried to teach him how to stilt fish. Yeah. So yeah, you're up on up on stilts, um, planted in kind of shallow waters, and they use small fishing rods to catch fish. But it's not only like for them catching food they're now a bit of a tourist attraction mm, yeah that fucking thing in Myanmar. <laughs> yeah i was thinking that <laughs> fucking joke but i'd love i'd love to go i'd love to go and try that even though i don't eat fish It'd be quite cool what, try the fish or try the fishing the fishing oh, i'd never go fishing no no it's too cruel right, fair. speaking of cruelty i've got some you haven't got an alpha guest house i have got an alpha guest ah. house but i don't get to be just yet i've come across three uh, cryptid Ooh. creatures. They're, they're quite long, so I'm not going to read them all out. But you've got the choice of Black Prince or Blood Demon. Right, I'm Black Prince, you're Blood Demon. Black Prince! Oh, oh Blood, Blood Demon. Demon. God damn it. Right. Keep the blood theme of the episodes so flowing. So this, this is the, the Kalu Kumaraya. The Kalu Kumaraya is one of the biggest reasons for keeping away from tall, dark strangers, read Ed. Um, Sri Lanka has got its very <laughs> well, strange. has got its very own incubus. Love Li- that band. I oh, know, great band. Shout out incubus. Um, literally meaning black prince. The Kalu Kamaraya uh, is believed to be an ancient Sri Lankan prince who plotted to steal his father's throne. When his attempt failed, he took his own life, but was punished by being restored to his world as a demon instead of being allowed to pass on. The Kalu Kamaraya is a mixture of stalker, seducer, and murderer, albeit a dark and handsome one. According to stories, he spends his days lurking in the shadows, emerging only to prey upon young girls and lone women. Um, the sexy spook seduces his prey to the point uh, to the point where in ecstasy they eventually beg him to slit their own throats, a request to which he happily compiles. Complies. Compiles. Compiles. <laughs> I'm going to compile a list of all these uh, throat slits. Um, there is another tale that goes along the lines of a beautiful, dark, medieval prince with an unhealthy aversion to attractive girls and pregnant women. In this version, he would hide in places like bar- like bathing areas and frighten his victims out of their minds. If he encountered a pregnant woman, he would touch their bellies, after which the baby was usually lost. As he grew older, he began to lay waste to the land he ruled with his, in his, with his destructive ways until people were forced to pacify him with various offerings. Wow. Sounds like a yeah. douchebag. He's a bit of a yeah, douchebag. Sounds like a real knob, that guy. Sounds like he real, tried to find... Real goofball. Like he goes around fucking a ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the ball bag of Sri Lanka that we were meant to do for every country. Ball bag of Sri Lanka. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We forgot about that segment. Who's the, the worst person in Sri Lankan segment. history? That guy seems pretty bad. I f- because I feel like this guy's actually real and he just pretended he died and became a demon to go and do all these Could horrible do all things. Rapey shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was weird. To ward off evil spirits, there's a dance that some people in Sri Lanka do called the yak dance. Yeah. And it wards off evil spirits. Yak um, as in the animal. How's it look? Uh, oh. Dancers dress in elaborate masks and vibrant costumes depicting mythical characters <laughs> known as yakas. Oh. Um, it's accompanied by drumming and captivating movements often performed to ward off evil spirits or bring blessings. Right. Which one's which? I guess it depends where you're dancing. I guess so, yeah. There you go, like clockwise. Yeah. Clockwise for good. Which way do you want to travel, forwards or backwards? Exactly. Yeah. Which way does the conga go? So there are a couple of festivals... That sound interesting. There's a Sinhala and Tamil New Year, um, also known as Aluth Avaroda in Sinhala, is a majoral cult, majoral, majoral celebration oral <laughs> in Sri Lanka, uh, and it marks beginning of the harvest season. 
and the astrological transition of the sun from Pisces to Aries. There's lots of games, rituals and feasts and food and all that good shit. So they believe in astrology? I guess so. Do you believe in astrology? We've talked about this before. Absolutely not. I'm not surprised, but I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember talking about it. Do you believe in astrology? <laughs> Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> Guys, if you believe in astrology, tell us in the comments why. And then some other people will probably say why not. And we'll get, we'll get a healthy debate going. <laughs> that will not bring us up in the algorithm. It's not the only reason why we're doing this. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, have you seen the buses in Sri Lanka? Are they double-decker buses? No, they're just, they're super jazzed up. I like a jazz Like jazzed up to the max. Like people do with like tuk-tuks in Thailand and the trucks in India. So they often come with like loud, colorful decorations, blaring music. Some of them have like like a megaphone that they shout through. Loads of LED lights and lots of slogans all over it. And they like, have TVs like, playing. What are the slogans? Like just the name of the stops on the route. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to go to either Sri Lanka or, or India and get get on the buses. Get on the buses or like get a what, on the or get something on the like train. that. Get on the roof, would you add? Well, probably you not. Be able to get inside it. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But any like form of transport in those countries looks pretty adventurous. Uh, there's there's some cool train stations in Sri Lanka as well. Oh, I can imagine there's some like old colonial people ones. doing my glasses back up because it's nerdy um but they've got some really interesting ones like up in the mountains that are just completely surrounded by by rainforest oh that's so why are they there just for so people can go to that part of sri lanka i guess <laughs> yeah transport because <laughs> <laughs> people want to go there i, I just imagine like a, a train station in the middle of nowhere where there's just nothing around yeah, but there's a train to the and top. Then you get off and, and then what? There's, a train there, there's probably places there. I've got some names of the places. You can get uh, a train to the top of Wadfa. What's that? Snowden. Oh. Uh, there's okay. there's famous stations here. Uh, Nanu Oya and Patipola. And they're, they're both in the lush jungle. Nice. You see pictures of them here. This nuts. It's really cool. Get them on, green yeah, get them on, on the fucking green, green screen. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I'm sure that you know this and you must have written down, but the oldest living tree known to be planted by a man is in Sri Lanka. I didn't know that. You didn't That's know that. Well, cool. Sri Mahabodhi in the town Anurdapura has been there for like over 2,000 years. Wow. And it was planted by a person. Do you know who the person was? No. What type of tree Some is it? Guy. Well, it was 2,000 years ago, so I'm not sure if like the, you know. Is it still alive? Yeah, it's living. Wow. Uh, I've got a couple more uh, little fun facts. The world's first female prime minister was Sri Lankan in 1960. Shout out. What's her name? Bandaranaike became the sixth prime minister of Ceylon. And then the last fact I've got is Adam's Peak is the most sacred mountain in the country. It stands at 2,243 feet. No, meters 709 97 feet and hold significance in several major religions. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, wind it back. Go back. 700 oh. meters and 2,000 feet, is it? Sorry, the opposite. So, 2,000... 700 meters. Yeah. 700 meters, 2,000 feet. Yeah. Buddhists believe that there's imprint... Uh, believe the imprints to be Buddhas. Muslims claim it as the footprint of Adams. And while the Hindu believe it belongs to Shiva, Christians claimed it for saint thomas so everyone did they really all have the mountain. same size feet i don't know yeah. what size do you reckon they are size fours back then yeah it would have been yeah. dainty dainty little get away with buying youth shoes not paying the tax on them oh yeah and you'd be able to get heelys and light up shoes i did see some adult size light up shoes once 
Dragon Jesus would wear. Did you ever wear? Did you ever wear? I th- I he'd definitely wear Heelys. I, I, yeah, yeah, I imagine like, it'd be so much easier with a cross. Wear Heelys through a puddle. That's how he did his tricks. Oh yeah, he's gliding on water, and he was a carpenter, so he probably knew how to make a make a type of joints needed to make a heely. Yeah, I'm not sure if he wore clogs, but that is the woodworker's shoe of choice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some light uh, light hearted historical moments. Yeah. So in the early 20th century, an incident took place between two Sri Lankan politicians, both very prominent. Uh, their names, if you would like to know them, is Don Stephen Senanayake and D.S. Rajapaksa. And they decided to uh, settle a dispute through a bicycle race. Nice. Um, <laughs> the race ended with Semanayake winning by a narrow margin. And uh, I, uh, unfortunately, I don't know what the uh, the argument was about. Imagine you have this in the UK, Corbyn against Johnson. <laughs> Who do you think would win? Well, Corbyn, oh no, John, Johnson, Johnson actually rides, goes rides bikes, rides doesn't bikes. he? Yeah, but he's he's big. He yeah, big. but then Jeremy but Corbyn, Corbyn sits on the floor of trains, doesn't he? Corbyn also rides bikes, does he? And he's, uh, I'd, I would say Corbyn's power to weight ratio is probably way better than. Yeah, but he doesn't have bikes named after him, does he? <laughs> yeah, that really helps. That's not a precursor, though. <laughs> Might be. You don't know that. Yeah. Mm. So what about Starmer and, and Sunak? Oh, Starmer. That'd be the most boring race. Sunak could be good in the climbs. He's only dutty. But Starmer looks like what? What? What in? It's a powerhouse. What in the cycling world you call a puncher? <laughs> Where's that? Someone who's like thick, thick, good at like short, sharp. He would win like the sprint. High power. Yeah, like he'd be good in the time trial, Starmer. Whereas Sunak would be good going up, um, going up a coal. <laughs> That's a really niche cycling reference. Maybe we just ignore it. <laughs> So who? So what was it over? They didn't find no, out. Was, uh, I reckon the, it was over who would win a bike race. What? 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 what like, what were the dimensions of the bike race? Like how long? Uh, I reckon was it, was it was around the Parliament building. <laughs> it could do the best bunny hop. Oh yeah, it could yeah. be that. We could do the longest freestyle wheelie. competition. <laughs> do the longest skid. What Ed? What do you? Because I've heard uh, endos, fronties. What do you call it when you? Uh, hit the front brake on a bicycle and the back wheel comes up. Do you ever call it? Did you ever call it? Anything I don't. You I, I wouldn't you? have a word for it. Endos. Endos. Yeah, yeah. I call them endos. Yeah, you guys probably didn't get cool until. No, we. Well, I mean, we literally still don't have the wheel, so you know we can't have bikes. That's fair enough. We only have rockets to go to the moon. But. <laughs> and po- and <laughs> Portuguese slaves <laughs> to shovel coal into. Oh them. my god! <laughs> uh, this one sounds fascinating. It's. Th- the case of the dip disappearing mace in parliament wow disappearing what mace mace is in the spinny <laughs> a stick with a chain with a spiky ball on the Ooh, end of it a nice. disappearing mace and this only happened in the want, 50s uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not something you want to disappear uh, a heated debate took place between members of the government um and during the chaos the mace which symbolizes parliament authority mysteriously disappeared a heated debate yeah and (laughs) the incident sparked confusion and amusement among other parliamentarians eventually the mace was hidden found under a bench like tucked away on the side i was hoping it was going to be used i thought they they would have got an aptly named detective in to do some (laughs) do some digging just one more mace all the other ones that I've got are, are a bit shit. There's one here called uh, Sleepy Politician Falls Asleep. Was he known as the Sleepy Politician? Well, it happened really recently and it said it's a video that went viral and I think I saw it and it's in, in Parliament. The guy just like drifts off completely and he kind of became there's, a bit of a meme. videos from the UK Parliament of that shit. Yeah. They? It's all old, old fucking... Talking about tourists. Parliament and all that, they're actually not in very good nick, are they, in Sri Lanka? They went bankrupt like last year, no? Did they? Yeah, they had a couple of like military hunters as well, didn't they? Yeah, like, some like quite bad like civil unrest. So, yeah, I don't know. Very like fun. because of the COVID pandemic, they had to lo- uh, borrow a lot of money and struggle to pay it back. I don't know. I well, do your research, audience. <laughs> speaking, you can read of, a book. Speaking of unrest, nothing prevents good rest like a poor <laughs> accommodation choice. You, know, you want to feel unrested? Yeah, you want to feel unrested? You better go to... My favourite segment of the week, 
brought to you in association with the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium guest house accommodation. I like the segment. The bit I like the most is definitely the segue. <laughs> I just I, honestly I spend most of the episode ignoring what you're saying, just like like trying to latch Waiting for the gap. Latch onto that moment. <laughs> no, just like thinking like, can I make a segue out of this? Um I should it probably, must be a relief once it goes. Yeah, 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 out yeah. Way, yeah. I start. I start like getting like a throbbing vein in my head. I guess what's <laughs> um, I don't know what's been happening in the guest house recently. Obviously, last week there was a guy sitting outside, um, possibly a ghost or ghoul. Um, He's still there in the exact same position. <laughs> we went past earlier. He just went. Oh, oh. <laughs> two for one. <laughs> <laughs> Only thirty pound a night. I think they're they're actually they they've got like some a couple of new tr- triple rooms and some twins. I think oh. they've they've got some bud, bunk beds going in. Um, a hostel type situation. No, no. The hostile hostel. Yeah, the hostile hostel. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be a great. Name. It'd be That's like, like a Scooby Doo like Karen's Karen's diner, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. You could try. Wait. Oh, we have to have this. Idea. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's just talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's hundred percent. That would be great. Be... <laughs> I would definitely stay right. there. But then so just like, people just... walking up and down the corridor screaming. <laughs> Wait, the best one At three. is someone hoovering the bottom of your door. <laughs> and then like yeah, then, knocking the door every time. It, you want to keep it clean. So like, no, you want it to look dirty but yeah. be clean. Also, oh, like bed like the, the bed wash would just be like White yeah, with you can like have like dots. jelly jelly bugs in your bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there'll be holes in the sheets, but the, sh- uh, the sheets will be really clean. High thread count. <laughs> they'll be stained with like starches. It's all fine, you know. Anyway. Oh, this is a genius idea. Another pivot. Idea. Yeah. God, yeah uh, no. Can you cut this entire scene? <laughs> yeah. So this is the Collingwood Colling- Hotel. Um, this hotel is one of the worst experiences possible with the cold temperature we wanted to take a shower but there was there was no hot water only cold water television does not work there is no toilet paper there are no sockets it is indicated that there is wi-fi but entering the manager told us that there is no wi-fi the food not is not good and very salty the manager is very rude and not polite he does not respect customers and tourists this hotel owner is the rudest person I have ever come across in Sri Lanka. Doesn't have basic business knowledge at all. For any business, their customers are key. But this arrogant person doesn't have any idea what he is doing. He came to fight me. Me and my wife came from a vacation to Sri Lanka. I am Sri Lankan. And my wife is not from Sri Lanka. I came to Sri Lanka after 12 years. We booked one room in this hotel for three days. What the fuck are you talking about? No hot water. The whole room was stinking because of a blockage. TV didn't work. Called the owner and told him about it. And his tone was like, he's doing me a favor. Uh, Once it became dark, we realized the bedroom light wasn't working. When I called the owner to tell him about the the light, he got angry and told me to leave the hotel. There we are. Don't ever book. Very Sounds bad. Like paradise. That's an interesting technique. Sounds like he's having to make time. people leave. Sounds like he's really struggling, the small business owner. But have have we read any of the Alpha Guest House reviews on this podcast? No, we will. Well, we will be doing an England episode. Yeah. Oh, true. One day, and it is the no, worst. I, rate have you read any of them? No, they are incredible. But serious question though, because it's you know burned down quite famously. So been... Is it still on TripAdvisor? It would still is. be yeah, on still there, there. Yeah. still there, yeah. Even if it's closed, still yeah. there. Well, we might as well get on there and print them all out then. That's a very good point. <laughs> Screenshots will do. Yeah. <laughs> the Alpha Chronicles. Someone, someone should pay an actor to read them out. Oh yeah. Like a good thesp. I'm thinking David well, Tennant. I'll just ask my brother. <laughs> yeah. Get him to put the feelers out. Who's that woman? Oh, oh, Olivia Coleman. She could do it. Oh yeah. She'd do. A She'd be great. Job. I'd like to hear Morgan Freeman read one as well. Ross Kemp. Michael Caine. Oh, Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp would be great. We're in fucking France. Speaking of buildings. Yeah. You'd probably get ill in an Alpha Guest House. But what you won't get ill in is a hospital. Well, that's well, debatable. That's debatable. Because, yeah. MRSA and all that. Depends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but according Good to the Chronicles <laughs> of Mahavamsa, the Sri Lankan king... Um, in about 400 BC, 
Uh, he's recorded to have the uh, to have established the first institution in the world to be built specifically for housing and caring for the sick. So they believe it to be the first records of a hospital being built anywhere. When was this? That's amazing. 400 BC. Pre-Jesus. Wow. Quite a bit pre-Jesus. Yeah. And they thought Easter, he healed the sick as well, didn't he? He did. Allegedly. 400 years later, though, get with the times. And you didn't have a hospital, you just did it on the street. Yeah, in his wheelies. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Because nice. like, yeah, the, old, the cool. oldest hospital in the UK, I think, is St. Bart's in London, and that was set up in the 1200s. Mm. So, how old is uh, the oldest university? I think it's Oxford, isn't it? Something's around that age as well, like 12, mid 12s. I've only just clocked why <laughs> tea, the tea from Sri Lanka is called Ceylon tea. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I didn't think that through at all. I've all been there. Is I, that I their main very, tea? I don't think it's very common knowledge that, that nowadays that Sri Lanka used to be called Ceylon. I, uh, until you said it, I didn't know. Like, I, I think I knew it, but I would not have thought about it if I hadn't read it. Well, as, as, the, as, the elder, as the elder statesman of the podcast, I was I was born during the fucking Ceylon years. I wasn't, but... <laughs> good times. Yeah, good times. So that was kind of an invention. He kind of invented a hospital. Yeah. They didn't invent Ceylon tea, but they... Kind of make it. They kind of own it. They sort yeah. of invented cinnamon. Then Did you nature. say you invent it or you just use it, it for the first time? Then nature invented it. Yeah. Still claim it. Yeah. But it grows somewhere else, like other places, yeah. right? But naturally. Or is it? Oh, yeah. They've also invented a finger whistling language. Did we talk about how many languages they have and do? No. Well, this is one of them. Um, in a small coastal village called Kasampathua. Kasampathua, there's a unique form of communication known as Idimatua, and it's a finger-whistling language developed by the local people to communicate across long distances, mainly used by fishermen and farmers. Sounds like cool. similar to that one they do in the Canary Islands. There's a whistling language there. Is there? Yeah. Really? Oh, no shit. Yeah. They just whistle to each other. Amanda was telling me that uh, Italians are so handsy because they were uh, doing the same in ports. No. Lots of... Cross language, they think trade. That. What I heard was that before there was a unified language, had like all the papal states. Um, the languages there was quite a lot of difference, so they had to use gesture to uh, gain oh. understanding. But yeah, same with ports. I thought it was trade. Yeah, but everyone did that. But, but it, it stuck but it, with Italy's language was only unified in the eighteen sixties, eighteen fifties, like uh, with oh, the Piedmont so. dialect. They've got some pretty strong dialects, to be fair. Like, that's why they've got the hands. Makes sense. Got a few uh, famous people, if you want to hit those. Yeah. Oh, the names are going to be... <laughs> yeah. All right. So forgive me, Sri Lanka, and all of these famous people, and all the famous people I left out, but I am going to butcher your names. Mutia Muralitharan. 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 Muralitharan, the spin bowler. Yeah. A fucking legend. Considered one of the greatest cricket bowlers of all time. He holds the world record for the highest number of wickets in both Test and One Day International Cricket. He's got a deformed arm, and it's, so really, it's like a whip. It's really controversial his his bowling action. I used to watch a lot of cricket, um, and he can't straighten his arm properly because of like a, an in, a thumb he had when he was young or something. So the way he like throws the ball is technically like there's a whole thing about whether he should be allowed to bowl or not because it's so funny. But yeah, great cricketer. Yeah. He's world record. Another one is Kumar Sangakkara. Yeah, the current, oh, ca- current, current, yeah. current captain. Uh, yeah, one of the best Does batsmen in the history the of the sport. I think I've seen him play when I was he working in sports. A bit of county cricket. Yeah, I think I've. Arthur C. Clarke is a science fiction writer. No uh, way. Authored numerous influence for like 2001 Space Oddy- Odyssey. Apparently so. Fair. Oh no, he was born in England but lived in Sri Lanka many years and kind of recognised himself as Sri Lankan. Didn't Ian Fleming? No, he lived in the Caribbean. Ignore me. Okay. Uh, Siri Mavo Bandaraneki is the world's female prime minister. That ah, one, yeah. Is that how you butchered her name as well? Definitely not. Like we said, two different names there. <laughs> Covering both bases, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the middle. And MIA. Oh yeah, yeah someone MIA. actually at work told me that today when I told them we were recording about. It. And I was like, "Who's MIA?" And they showed me the most famous song. And I was like, "Ah, oh, of course." Oh, yeah, it's that paper plane song. <laughs> 
and take your money. It's that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's another famous person from Sri Lanka. Yeah. And Ramesh Ranganathan. He's a he's a baller. I'm not sure if you've seen yeah, his stand up. Yeah. He's he's on loads of good podcasts he's as well. He's really funny. He's got a podcast called Hip Hop Saved My Life, where he just interviews some of his favorite hip hop artists. You just come on the podcast here, talk yeah, about his travels yeah. to Sri Lanka yeah, when yeah. his show. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a pretty good get, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be. Hey, everyone, <laughs> get Ramesh Ranganathan on the show. That's a lot of ours. Got a little tradition. Uh, it's believed that a home's doors must must not be closed until the seventh day after a funeral. Because the past spirit wanders the house in which its body was kept and must def- therefore have a free exit from the house at any time, and the body must never be left alone until after it is buried or cremated. So it's common for at least one person to keep, like, to just stay alongside the, the body at any given time for like seven days. Nice. Can you just leave a window open? Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Put a draft, put a draft excluder on. <laughs> <laughs> Sri Lanka's famous for its elephant population, highest density of wild Asian elephants in the world. I suppose a lot of like sanctuaries. Yeah. There, but apparently like them, yeah. some of the some of the places you go through you just have to stop because there's a herd of elephants walking by. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It's a bit better than like the squirrel that we get here. Hey. Got a lot of time for squirrels, mate. Squirrels, robins. Oh, sorry. They well, probably have squirrels there as well, I don't imagine. My mum's house has got a kite. That hangs around it now. Oh, nice. Yeah, on Gower. Love me a kite. I thought they'd come down that far. Yeah. Shout out, red kites. So they've got a subspecies of leopard called uh, the Sri Lankan leopard. Um, Creative. And it's one of the best places in the world to see leopards. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Do they come every now and again and gobble up people? I don't think so. Actually, they probably do. They do in India. Crafty bastards leopards, aren't they? Yeah. Have you seen the urban leopards in, in India? Like some of the photos? Yeah. Uh, crocodiles. They're home to saltwater crocodiles and the mugger. M U R M U G G E R. Is, is that mugger? one specific crocodile? Yeah. The mugger crocodile. And then you got the saltwater. What's oh, the, what's I the, the, what's I the it was mugger? one no, very yeah, famous two, crocodile. Two different species. What's, what's the mugger? What sets aside the mugger? Is it bigger? He's got nastier? a knife. Yeah. No, saltwater crocodiles are the, the biggest, nastiest ones. So is the mugger the second biggest, second nastiest? They just carry small knives. Yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. He's he's what to get a, people at cash points. He's what a roadman is to a mafia boss. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like that. He's on the streets, living the life, living that life. Thug life didn't choose him. Trying to get food. No, thug life chose him. He didn't choose it. They've got one of the largest butterflies in the world. It's the Sri Lanka birdwing. How big are we Wait, talking? Do you know how big? Uh, one visually, la- roughly. And it's about that wide. That's not that big. It's a butterfly, though. That's like 10 centimeters, 15 The size of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be like dinner plate. Is that both wings? Yeah. Oh, that's a bit of shit. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, fuck. <laughs> expect- I've got high expectations. Whales and dolphins are popping off there as well. Popping Blue whales. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they love it. They've got volcanoes. They suffer from cyclones and monsoons and earthquakes. Which has given it its diverse landscape, I guess. Mm. Also, it used to have a land bridge to India, to an Indian island, but then it got destroyed in the cyclone. Oh, yeah. It was really shallow, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's like a, there's like a, around the northwesterny bit, there's like a little gap that you can't get ships through because it's like really shallow sandbanks. Oh, like the really? The deep, deepest bits, like, I think it's like 25 kilometers mm. stretch, um, punctuated by little sandbanks. And the deepest part is only 10 meters, so you can't get a boat in there. That's insane. Um, they have lots of different types of tourism lots of unesco heritage sites a lot of people go for the wildlife and the beaches uh as well as the cultural and even food tourism do you know anyone who's been yeah yeah Yeah. lucky socks and brooms sri lankans have the unique superstition it's uh believed that wearing mismatched socks bring good luck while sweeping up the floor at night is considered unlucky as it sweeps away the family's wealth well, okay. night. Makes sense. Well, if you sweep the if you sweep the floor at night and your lucky socks, and it all sticks to the bottom of your feet, that's the worst, isn't it? What when all the luck sticks? All the crummies when you. Oh get no, I think you're talking about the luck in like a metaphorical way. Oh no. Right. Oh, I meant physical luck, like the crummies on your feet. 
Oh, I just live with it now. Yeah. They've become part of me. They've got an ancient civilization, has a long, rich history dating back over two and a half thousand years. It was home to ancient civilizations of Anuradhapura, which flourished from the 4th century BC to the 11th century AD, left behind impressive archaeological sites, some of which you've probably mm-hmm. mentioned. So. But they got loads of shit, and it was bigger than I thought as well. Yeah. I, I sort of... I, I sort of flutter between Sri Lanka's massive and Sri Lanka's tiny mm. in my mind. Just because it's next to India. Yeah, it's, it's next to India. <laughs> like, I'm like, it must be huge. And I think, no, it must be tiny. But it's actually, meh. All right. It's decent pretty, size. Massive. Average. I mean, 25 times Luxembourg is not the most we've seen. Population is big, though. Like 22.2 million is, is what? Like a medium European country. Right, yeah. well, Sri Lanka's run dry. Yeah. Yeah. So have I. Where do you want to go next week? Oh, Kyrgyzstan. Central well, Asia, Kyrgyzstan, but Central Asia. Somewhere Central Asia and maybe South America. I'll oh, no, Central America. I'll Who be knows? up for a big country, like a big swinging dick of a country. Not like Burkina Faso, but I'll take it. Burkina Faso, <laughs> we are going to Burkina Faso in the week after that. Ooh. Algeria, two African countries. Happy with that. Yeah, they're very different. Very different African countries, yeah. All right, don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Answer the questions. Answer those questions. Sri Lanka. Believe. <laughs> Leave yeah. five stars. Tell your mum. And your dad. And your sister. And the whole family, yeah. There you go. I'll see you in Burkina Faso. Yeah, Burkina never thought Faso. I'd say that. hear that or say that. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. See ya. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.